Hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of At The Movies with William Fletcher. As per usual, I am your host, William Fletcher, and this week I am joined again by Tom. Hello. Yes. Hello. Uh, So today's episode will be a bit of a tie-in to an upcoming release, which I I haven't really done that much before, but I figure I might start doing that more now. Uh, Today's episode, we'll be covering Doctor Strange, as well as WandaVision, as they both lead into the upcoming Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which comes out very soon. So, yeah, do you have any sort of general opinions on the MCU before we delve into these two? I think I think MCU as a whole. I think I like the idea of it, the concept of like the big thing, and I think things like uh, you know, it's all like really connected and stuff like that. I think yeah, like some of that's pretty interesting. I know recently with the release of the Batman, it's been like the meme about how the MCU is kind of like same thing yeah. every single movie. Yeah, um, and they're not right, but mm-hmm. it's all right. MCU as a whole, it's it's all right. Yeah. Uh, it's made for kids, and it does its job. I mean, I personally quite like the MCU. I quite like most of what they've done. Not just that they haven't had missteps, because there are some bad oh, films. Yeah. I will say there are some bad films they've made. But, like, mm-hmm. on the whole, I would say most of what they've done is pretty decent, at the very least, if not, like, really great. Yeah. Um... So, the Doctor Strange, I guess that that's what we'll be talking about first. Um, I saw this back... You haven't seen this film, have you? What film? Doctor Strange. The new one? No, the one that uh, we're covering today, like the first one. So, so you have watched the first one? Oh, you have watched the first one? Oh, okay. Yes. I haven't watched before this, though. Um, before this, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I have watched it. I have, I have watched it. Yeah. Um ages ago, but I didn't rewatch it just, just for this thing, which I probably should have, but I was pressed at the time. Yeah, that's fine. That's what, um, so yeah, I rewatched it, yeah, a few days ago, and um, it, it's one of those ones where I didn't really care about it too much when I first saw it. I was like, yeah, it's, it's a new Marvel film. I, it, it wasn't one that I was like, oh, this is like really great. It was like, oh, this is just a Marvel film. I was like, not really what I was looking forward to see because like a few months later there was Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and there was the new Spider-Man and Civil War was the last one that came out so I was sort of not as yeah I just was kind of like swept under the rug a little bit but then a lot of people I grew up uh, watching like the old um, like the uh, the old Avengers TV show and like David T3 and stuff like that and I think they had they had Doctor Strange in that a few times and I thought he was really cool and I thought it was a good dude Mm, yeah, uh, I, like as a character, Doctor Strange is very interesting in the whole sort of time bending stuff that he does and then time bending sort of a concept that we see in the film. Mm. Um, so, yeah, do you just sort of want to sort of start at the beginning and sort of work our way sure. through it? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the sort of the opening scene is, is the introduction, introduction rather to Mads Mikkelsen character, Caecilius, who is the villain, and I think at times, like, the criticism of the MCU that they have bad villains is pretty fair, um, 
he's not a particularly interesting villain, I would say. If I may be pretty honest, do not remember at all. Yeah, no, he's, uh, he's, he's pretty bland, and, uh, which is unfortunate because he played by, like, such a great actor mm. that you feel like he should be, you know, like, this amazing, you know, he should be this great character, you know, but he's just not, and I, I mean, think, because with, with the origin films, typically the hero, like, the main, the, the, the main heroes are, like, very well-developed and very interesting, and so then the villains are sort of left behind and, and yeah. don't get that same treatment that they probably should. That makes sense. Um, yeah, and yeah, we also meet the the ancient one, like Tilda Swinton, in this opening scene as well, who I also think is like not amazing. I, I think. Sometimes Marvel are really good with their casting, and they're able to get like really good performances out of a lot of out of a lot of people. Yeah. And sometimes they just can't. Like, I just don't think she's a particularly amazing character. But I mean, she's there. She's fine. I, I didn't uh, spoilers, but we always don't go into spoilers. I didn't really feel anything emotionally when she died. Yeah. Like, even back when it came out, and I saw it, I was like, nah, I don't really care. Like, I get that she's meant to die for sort of the story, but I'm not like, oh, this is a big deal, you know? It's just... I feel like that's a trend with Marvel movies, though, is that, like, they, when they kill a character, you don't really feel Like, the only one that I could argue that I, I really felt um, was the Iron Man death. Mm, yeah. Um, but even then, so, like... <laughs> I mean, what else were they going to do with them? Like, yeah. Like, they, they, they was spoiled. Well, truly in advance. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, because they don't, they, they try, they, like, don't have, I don't know what you'd call it, they don't have, like, real strong connections, or, mm. like, they don't, you don't, they're just a character, that's it. They're not, yeah. like, um, they're not, they don't, they don't feel real. Yeah, I, don't, I know it's a superhero movie. You know what I mean, but yeah. they don't feel like they don't feel real enough for you to like feel sympathetic when they die. Um, yeah, I think that's um yeah problem that because yeah. there are times where they even like act like they're going to kill a character and then they don't. Like in um Winter Soldier, when Nick Fury quote unquote dies, and then we find out oh he was actually alive the whole time he just faked his death and it just sort of takes the um the, the tension isn't there so yeah this this opening sort of battle is uh this film I really think in terms of like special effects it looks really good like the scenes where like they're, they're like fighting on like sideways on the buildings and they're all like flipping in on themselves and turning sideways mm. and all that like that stuff is like really cool and Visually appealing. Yeah, and really interesting to see something that they... Because this is like when the MCU was starting to get to a point of trying new things with its films. Because, mm. um, you know, sort of, like, in the first phase, the first few Marvel films, they, they weren't really trying too much. Like, I mean, Thor was, you know, God in the first one, but, yeah. you know... And then in sort of phase two, they started doing a bit more weird stuff with Guardians of the Galaxy, 
and then in phase three they sort of have really they really went sort of all out with it you know they that and they did all these you know interesting things with it and i think this is sort of a continuation of that of the of like introducing magic and mm. confirming that magic is a part of this universe now yeah this opening sort of fight sequence is it's very well choreographed. It looks very visually sort of a please, a pleasing, but it's not. But it also is like you don't really have a whole lot of connection to it because like you've just met these characters. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah they they really set up promotion like that right now in Disney, and they really set it up to be like a big grand fight. Mm. It's supposed to be a big war fight. Haven't even seen the chick's face yet, right? Yeah, I, I don't care for this. I don't yeah. Care for this character. Yeah, no, you don't. Yeah, it is hard. To, yeah, I think. Sorry. There you go. No, you, you were saying. Really. I was going to say, it's kind of like they, but they skip like the final fight of the film, sort of thing. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's. I, I think that is, like, a genuine criticism I feel of the MCU is it's hard. It's sometimes they sort of expect you to care more about stuff that happens and, and I don't really like like this opening fight I'm not really invested in who's going to win or die I know neither of them are going to die because like they've just been introduced and that seems like a weird way like these two you know yeah, like these these two like big name actors like there's no way they're going to kill them off in the first 10 yeah. minutes it just seems weird but there yeah Cecilius escapes with pages that he needs to do it to contact Dormammu is a, who I'm sure of like I was a bigger comics fan yeah like me, I would be happen. like oh this is like so cool because cause I'm, I'm more familiar with comics and, and the Marvel stuff now and so like for example in this upcoming Doctor Strange film there's so many rumors of so many different characters that could appear that I'm like lose like because I'm like oh this is gonna be like really you know cool you know depending on who they put in the film because that because you know it's a big multiverse thing so there's tons of yeah 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 characters oh, true. that I'm like oh you could put in the film that would be cool you know I haven't even like bothered you know, thinking of, like, I haven't, like, I haven't seen theories on who they think is going to be in the new Ultraverse of Madness. And in my head, like, because I watched the trailer at the end of No Way Home. Yeah. Right? And it didn't even click in my head. Multiverse of Madness, they could just chuck in whoever they want. Yeah. No, it's, um, it's insane. There's, like, some, nuts. yeah, there's, it's not, there's so many things I saw of, like, potential characters who could be in it. Like, there's, from, you know, previous MCU films to, like, you know, like, yeah. characters who were going to be cast by, like, different actors, so there's, like, alternate versions of them. You know, there'll be characters from, like, other... from, like, the from like the Fox X-Men films or, like, from Sony Spider-Man films. Oh, yeah? Yeah? Yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's going to be, you know, interesting to see who is actually in it. Cause, yeah. Cause at this point, we only really know that Patrick Stewart is in it, but that's, like, all we know, really, of, like, oh, this is, like, a big surprise character who's going to be in it. Besides that, there's, like, we're, we're just sort of have no idea. Um, 
Yeah. Do we know when he's going? Yeah, so in one of the trailers, Patrick Stewart is in it. Like, his voice is in it. And it's pretty... I mean, everyone assumes he's Professor X, and he's part of the Illuminati, which is like a comics um, group of characters. And they basically... They don't... They're sort of like the Avengers, but for, like, the universe. Like, they sort of... They basically sort of look out for... Time stuff, so... It's sort of implied uh, that Doctor Strange is messing with time a lot, and so they basically is, need to tell him... Who's this, sorry? The Illuminati, which is a oh, right. comics group, um, which have... Like, which, so I think it's got, like, it's Professor X, Iron Man, um, I think Mr. Fantastic, um, I'd, I'm just checking to make sure. Are they recasting Chris Evans for Human Torch for the Fantastic Four movie? Um. Was that a rumor? Possibly. I don't know. They will, They are doing a Fantastic Four film, but I don't think they've got anything confirmed. Uh, I heard there was like a big rumor going around they were going to recast Chris Evans for Human Torch in Fantastic Four for uh, Strange uh, maybe yeah. Uh, there's rumors that like Tom Cruise will be in it as Iron Man because he was cast to play Iron Man back in the 90s which would be kind of a bit mental to see but I think it would be really interesting and kind of cool if they did that. Yeah. I also probably will not put him in it, but I I don't think there's a problem with it, you know. I think I think I think because Iron Man's in it, I think they could just they they might just cut the whole thing together. Yeah. Or or they might like um you know how like with um like other comics. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know nothing about comics. I don't read them. I don't do nothing. But I do know things like um, like like the Avengers. The like the what what is classified as the Avengers always changes, right? Yeah. Then it might be like a case of like um, it's like a, like a reimagining of the group or something. Maybe something Tony Stark had in place in the past. It might be like a protocol he had going on. Yeah, possibly. You know, things like a like his little pet comes to life or something. I don't know. He does like um, I don't know what you call it. He has like a thing in place. Yeah. He like a like a security measure. Yeah. Only thing I can think of. Yeah. I definitely don't think Robert Downey Jr. is going to do it. I think he's too expensive now for them to... 100%. But, yeah, that's... I, we'll talk more about Doctor Strange 2 at the end of this. Um, yeah. So, and speaking of Doctor Strange, uh, he's played by Benedict Cumberbatch, who I think is yeah. one of the best actors they've gotten so far. In the the MCU, I think he's one of the best, like performance uh, wise. I think he's one of the better ones. Yeah, 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 definitely. And and like there are and you know there are certain other actors who are very good, but I think Benedict Cumberbatch is sort of one of the main ones that like most people agree is like pretty good. Like I, I think he works like pretty well as a as a character. It's both, like in in this one, he's a bit not there. But then when he's in um, Thor Ragnarok and Infinity War, well, everything that isn't his own solo film, he works better, I feel. Yeah, definitely. Because I feel like, um, I like, I like, because I, I, I can't explain it, but he's got like a bit of a, 
in in one way, I think it has a character. I give like a bit of a goofy sort of thing to it. Mm-hmm. Like, have, yeah. like uh, the witty comeback and stuff like that to every character, which I don't think works for most characters. But yeah. when he's in, that's what I'm trying to the soldiers because he's kind of forced to do. It. But then I think in the, uh, the other ones, he gets to play a more serious role, which I think fits. Um, how the MCU, it just complements the MCU's tone really well, and like yeah. really works with like character dynamics and stuff. Yeah, they really work really well with people like Iron Man, who are both very serious all the time. But then like Iron Man is very um, I don't know he's like flamboyant, I guess, or like he's yeah. very um, jokey and, and quippy, and yeah, quippy sort of thing. Yeah. Where it doesn't seem to really get down to it, sort of thing. Yeah, well, Iron Man's kind of like um, I don't know how you explain it, but I think yeah, Doctor Strange as a character I think works better in a team dynamic, or it works, or it works if you're putting him with like sort of bigger characters, like mm-hmm. in No Way Home, for example, he works because he's sort of the opposite of Tom Holland's Spider-Man, like he's much yeah. more um serious and and he, well, he's the adult in the situation and and. and Tom Holland is, you know, the kid who wants to sort of do everything. So you've got this sort of interesting dynamic of two very, um, you know, two very different kinds of people. Uh, so, yeah, we've sort of introduced the Doctor Strange as he's like, well, he's a neurosurgeon and he's a, he's a bit of an ass. Like, yeah, bit of a jerk. He's, uh, like, he's, you know, it's very talented, very good neurosurgeon, but he's also very, like, he's very unlikable, which I think is, was, that's quite a common trope with, like, a lot of Marvel's main heroes, is most of them are not very nice people, like... Well, at least to begin with, I feel like they try to make it seem like they, um, they've gone like, they've gone to, like, change, but not really. Yeah, like... Because, I mean, I, I still think Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man is still more or less the same throughout most mm. of the franchise. Thor, I mean, Thor was a pretty boring character until his third film, so, like... Yeah, I have not even watched the second film, and I started, literally fell asleep in less than 30 minutes. <laughs> like, I think the only major Marvel character I can think of who's, like, a nice person throughout all of them is Captain America. But that's, like, the point, is he's meant to be just, like, the nicest person ever. Yeah. Which is fair enough. I don't have a problem with that. It, I think this film kind of has the problem, though, of because they make him, you know, an arsehole and everything. But then when he gets injured and, like, we're meant to feel sympathy, it's a bit hard for me to try and have sympathy. Yeah. It's been a bit... Like, I think, like, I don't know, it kind of, like, it just feels like they're trying to get me to feel something for him, and I don't think, I don't really, I think it's kind of a, I don't know if it, I don't know if deserve is the correct word, but it, it sort of is like, yeah, well, I, I can't, it's hard to feel bad for you if you're being a dick the entire time, you know, like, I think. Yeah. But this wife in the car when he goes into crash in this one? No, he, yeah, she wasn't, she was in... The what if? It's not his wife. She's like his ex, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, That's interesting. In, in the what if episode, which I guess we could touch on as well, because I rewatched it um, mm. last night. Um, I mean, might as well touch on it since it's sort of, I guess, part of this. I think that's a really good episode. I think it's one of the better episodes of the what if. Series, most of them kind of, I think most of them kind of fell flat. Like they're, they're interesting concepts. They're really cool things to think about in your own, but I don't think they make a good TV show. Yeah. 
Like, I liked the zombies one they did. I thought that was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of, I rather liked the one where, um, Vision, like, Ultron creates Vision and, and he just, like, takes over the world. Yeah. I think that was a pretty cool one. It was a bit uh, when he just lasered Thanos in half the... That was, that, that kind of sucked. That was like, okay, you know, that like, was a bit, do you just do that? Yeah, it, it feels a bit like, okay, I get, like, that you have to sort of get to this point, but it's like, you could have written it a bit better than that, like... I, yeah, they could have done something, I don't know. Yeah, but I, I think the Doctor Strange episode is one of the better episodes. Definitely. I just love the whole um, way that, like, I just... It's so cool just seeing him, like, do all this thing and sort of he just, like, destroys his universe, essentially, to to get to bring back one person, even though, like, it's he's not supposed to. I think that's really yeah cool. Like, and I think, like, because I, I like when the MCU goes sort of more, like, mental with stuff and, and does, like, interesting things with it mm. and tries out new stuff, and I think... Doctor Strange is a character where you can do a lot of interesting things because of his abilities, you know, and mm. yeah, and it's it's going to be interesting because his version, that version of Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme, is like sort of shown in the new in the trailers for Multiverse of Madness. Oh, I don't know if that's cool or not. See, but, I think, but it's sort of a bit iffy. Like some people think it is. He's, yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm not like massively sure, but he's like it's like an evil version of Doctor Strange. I think the um the uh the what if version. I don't think you call him necessarily evil. No, he's not. He's just he's sort of he's wanting to do this thing. Like you could say, arguably a, a somewhat noble thing to bring back his partner. Mm-hmm. But he's just sort of he goes too far with it and destroys his universe to, to yeah. get her back. And it's sort of like I think it's really like you know really cool, interesting way of doing that. And I think he's he makes Doctor Strange interesting, but well more interesting because I already think he is pretty interesting. But that episode really um does a lot more for his character and I think yeah he's just cool and and you know in in this new Doctor Strange there'll be all these different versions of him there'll be sort of an evil version there'll be like zombie versions which you've sort of been implied in the trailers all these you know and these Doctor Strangers from all these various universes so it'll be interesting to see what they do with it Um, definitely yeah, so, uh, back to this one. So, yeah, he gets hurt, and uh, he's going to try and... Also, his hands look just awful, like, when he's got the, um... Oh, the pins, All yeah. the pins in them, like, oh, that must, like... that. This is, like, sort of cringy to look at, because... I mean, I know people, like, people get, like, tattoos on their fingers, and it apparently, like, really hurts, because of the, you know, like, the position it is on and everything so I can't imagine well I mean I guess his nerves are severed so he can't really feel it then like that's the whole thing is his nerves yeah. are sort of fucked 
so he can't really do the stuff he wants to do anymore. He can't be a surgeon anymore. Um, so yeah, we just see a lot of him try to ride and trying to do the stuff that he used to be able to do, and, and none of it's working, and he sort of gets angry, which reasonably so, I feel. Uh, I feel like he's got a pretty good reason for being upset at what's happened to him, because he's like, oh, you know, my, you know, and he's still, yeah, and then he, you know, meets this guy who also was, his, like, his, like, his entire lower half of his body was just, like, can't move, and then it got healed magically, and so, yeah, yeah, so we sort of, I like, like, I think in this film, it's, it is kind of a bit weird, though, for... I mean, I guess it, it's probably more time that we're seeing on screen, but, like, how quickly Strange um, changes his sort of beliefs mm. from being, like, uh, you know, he's, like, a very scientific, scientifically-minded, like, this film, like, you know, like, magic doesn't exist, you know, it, you know, the science is the only sort of reality... And then he sort of changes his mind pretty easily, which I get that's the point, but it's not conveyed. It's, it's not really conveyed that, like, he's slowly... Well, no, it's not even, because he basically... He's shown all these sort of metaphysical-type things, and then he's just like, oh, teach me, you know? And it's just yeah. kind of like... Mm, that felt a bit like we would just... We were just we were just like trying to get to the point as quickly so we could get on with like the main plot. Oh, I also think it's interesting because right? I feel like that's a similar thing that they've done with like Iron Man and stuff like that. Like when he gets around out like aliens and stuff like that, like blowing things like can't exist or something. Or like yeah, and, and like when Iron Man was introduced to magic, I I don't think they did much in it in uh, Infinity War. Oh yeah, um, with the whole magic stuff. But I can't imagine because I feel like that's like the, the Iron Man trope. He's the science guy, right? Yeah. I feel like you can't give that to Doctor Strange too much, so that's why they try to really, really rush it. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, it's sort of like, yeah, it's a bit weird writing to try and be like, oh, yeah, no, he suddenly just believes in this sort of magical uh, thing, this magic, even though five seconds ago he didn't believe in it, like, at all. And then he sort of, he's thrown outside because he's, not seen as, like, worthy, I guess, is the, the way to do it, is the way to sort of say it, but, because, you know, she is reminded of Cassilius, like, a former student, but she sort of eventually, reluctantly, decides to train him, and I think, I, I'm, so, I am a kind of a fan of, like, watching training montages or training sequences in film, mm. like, to watch the, the characters become, like, good at their stuff, like, 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 you know, in, 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 in superhero films, you used to see, like, the characters, like, making their, their suits and everything. And, yeah, yeah, like, like in, um, like in Iron Man 1, when he's, like, yeah. in the, I think it's in the cave after he's been captured by, I think it's a terrorist or whatever, yeah. or something, and he's, like, building the robot suit with the bloke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, that kind of stuff. You don't really see as much anymore, unfortunately, which is which is a shame because, like, because I think we don't get as much anymore of watching the heroes sort of become the heroes. Like, there's no sort of, like... Because, like, in Spider-Man films, 
he you you there used to be montages of him you know making the suit and everything and in the Amazing Spider-Man films, he makes, like, the web shooters and everything. Yeah. But in the new yeah. ones, he just sort of has the suit already. Like, I think so. I think so. That is because the other two have done it. It's kind of overused. Mm. Have you seen it before? Yeah. In every sort of Spider-Man uh, media, you know, was in the cartoons. I remember watching them. I don't know if he had web shooters like the Amazing Spider-Man or whatever like that. But I know he had, like, I, I remember him making the suit. Yeah, in Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, in Amazing Spider-Man, he's got web shooters. I think Tobey Maguire's the only sort of film one who has like web sh- webs that shoot out of his hand, well, wrists rather. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's really and, and so the, this montage that of him doing all this training is is like over the course of like a year, but it's not especially clear that that's what it's happened. Like, you can tell, like, time, it you know, sort of over time, you know, his hair, you know, he, he trims his hair, he, he shaves, like, just, like, the goatee that he has, sort of the iconic Doctor Strange look that he features in the comics. And, yeah, there's lots of scenes of him doing all this training and everything. And then this is another thing that happens in a lot of films when a character has to train, is he, if they get put in, like, a situation where they're, almost certainly going to die and they have to quickly get out when he's thrown to the top of the Himalayas and he has to create a portal so he can get back before he freezes to death. Like a pretty common trope of like nearly, you know, killing the, the main character just Yeah, they have, to, they have to like master they have to like master their ability, right? It's like um they put him on the stress so they can um you know, they can I don't know what you could they just get after their ability. Yeah. It seems to be to be used a lot. Yeah. Which is um it's in some ways like it's it's it works. I've I've definitely seen it work. I can't think of anything at the moment, but I've definitely seen the concept work. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's like it's very overused at this point. Yeah, it's just like we get a, you know, this person he he needs to master his abilities. Not every type like, I, I'm trying to think of, like, an ex- I can't think of an example off the top of my head of someone mastering their abilities, like, on screen without them putting sort of in, like, a death-defying situation where, like, they have to learn it or they will die, you know? Like, it's it's a pretty yeah. pretty common... Plot. Everywhere. Like, you got, like, Thor when he's trying to, like, he's going to learn to use it in Ragnarok and he's going to use the lightning without his hammer. Yeah. Yeah, that... Yeah, exactly, you know is in a bad place, in a bad position, yeah, um, yeah, and, and, and we also, we also meet Wong, who, who is one of, I think he gets a bit better in his other, in, like, future films, but in this one, he's just sort of there, I, I do quite like the joke where, uh, Doctor Strange is talking to him about Beyonce and is like, oh, you've never heard of that, and then we just cut to later and Wong is just listening to Beyonce on his headphones, like, that's a good uh, joke. That's, yeah, good visual joke. It's very good. Yeah, I, I think Marvel sometimes, like, can be really funny if they sort of put their minds in, like, they can create really good comedic and sort of visual gags, but mm-hmm. there are also times where they use them and it's just like we don't need you don't need one right now do we like not every film needs to have a gag you know every few minutes 
but I think this one is pretty low on jokes, actually. Yeah, it's definitely uh, on the lower end. Which I think is good, because I feel like you can't really have too many in this kind of story, like, sort of a guy who's lost everything. Like, I don't think there should be that many jokes in this film where he's... Because it's kind of a bit on the darker end of the MCU films, I feel. Like, like I don't know, yeah. something about it just works more as sort of a darker story. It does, it does have a bit of a dark tone to it compared to some of the other ones. Yeah. And I think that's okay. Like, I don't think every MCU film needs to be, you know, happy and bright and all this. I think some can just be sort of more serious, darker dramas, I guess, is, is the way to put it. Yeah. And as Ed, he also then Strange finds the Eye of Agamotto, which is one of the Infinity Stones. When those yeah. are thing, and and I remember before Infinity War came out, I remember being like, "Well, they've introduced five Infinity Stones up to this point. We don't know what the sixth one is, and I guess it makes sense you don't know what the sixth one is because even the characters don't really know where the sixth one is. That's like the point." Yeah. Um, and I think, like, like this, like, the Infinity Stones, I mean, they are major, they're, like, sort of just MacGuffins to to just, like, sort of create a plot and to just sort of get a story out of it. They're kind of cheap. Like, yeah. And I think, like, well, because now that they are no longer in the MCU after Endgame, um, they can't just be like, oh, here's an Infinity Stone to save the day, you know, like... Cause, uh, cause well, actually, they were in Loki, dude, because you could just put some in his pocket, dude, and bolt. <laughs> That's right. I forgot, about that. I forgot about that. Yes, they're in a drawer in in, in, <laughs> in Loki. That was, <laughs> that was so weird. I was like, That's just, oh. just, just some Infinity Stones in, in that drawer. That's a bit weird. Yeah, a little bit. But, like, because this, this one, it's... Well, it's a time travel one, essentially. It just reverses time, so, like... It's pretty yeah. much, like, if that was around, it's like, well, why don't they just, like, go back in time again and just, you know, like, oh, someone died, let's just go back, you know, like, it's... In in this, they, they he uses it to sort of go back in time and, you know, they... And I th- well, we'll get to it momentarily, but I just think that the sort of final confrontation between Dr. and Dormammu is, is really cool and really interesting, how they write that. Yeah. Um, but we'll get to that in a minute, because uh, there's a few other things that happen. First of all, well, Strange, you know, is told not to use it and that it's not safe, and then by the end he just is using it, even though he's been told. And we've been told it's not a good idea to use it, but I think... Uh, but with the other infinity stones, there's no downside to using it, like, at all. Oh, actually, I think if you touch it, like, there's the whole thing, they, they set up in in the first uh, of the Galaxy, he touches the stone, right, and that was, like, in number two. Like, I didn't realise at the time that was a big deal, because yeah. I was an MCU baby. But then, in, like, the second Guardian, they're like, he touched a stone, and, like, what? No, it's like, that was, like, a big thing. Yeah. Sort of thing. So, I think... Yeah, I don't know if it's all of the stones that, like, if you touch, you, like, it's hard to... T- well, because I'm trying to think, well, because Strange, he never touches the stone. Even in Infinity War, he, like, yeah. holds it. He, like... 
Just like levitating in between his fingers in Infinity yeah. War. And he's just a regular guy who just happens to know. I mean, to be fair, when Tony wields them in Endgame, well, he's, he's wielding all six in Endgame. And that's true, that's true. So... And yeah. Hulk is the same thing if you die, so... Pro, yeah, unless you're, like, a super powerful magic being like Thanos. Yeah, and so it's around this point where Cecilius attack he's attacking the Sanctums so that Dormammu can be released upon the world. There's some I really I really like the sequence where Cecilius and like his goons they're running after Strange and Mordo and like the world is like tilting on itself. Well, because they go into like the mirror dimension, which doesn't affect the sort of outside world. And then they're just running through with that. And then, you know, the world... And Cassilius is sort of powerful enough to <clears throat> defy the rules of it. So he can, you know, turn buildings sideways and he can do all these things. And I think it's really... Uh, it's, a re- it's a really visually impressive sequence. This sort of stuff of them it's running through the mirror dimension. It's yeah. definitely by far one of the coolest, like, fight scenes, sort of like things they choreographed, sort of thing. It just looks really, really cool. Yeah. Because um, I think at some point, the MCU fight sequences can be sort of like... Um, it, it's sort of like... I mean, we've kind of seen it all before. Like, it's really cool to see... Like, I think my personal favourite sort of fight sequence in the MCU is on Titan in Infinity War, where it's Thanos against yeah. the Guardians, Strange, uh, Iron Man, and Spider-Man, because, you know, you've got all these different characters, and they can do all these different things, and they're just trying to take down one guy, uh, they, and, like, and you know, he does all these, like, he throws the moon at Iron Man, he, you know, he, yeah. he punches, like, laughing. yeah, he punches, like, through the mirror dimension, it, like, all this crazy shit, and, and, you know, I think, because even in the more recent films, they're sort of some of them are kind of just sort of going back to like just hand-to-hand fights, and it's just in just sort of like a field, and you don't really like because Doctor Strange in this one you get you know something really cool of you know you got like you get a Stan Lee cameo which I quite liked. Uh, I like Stan Lee. He, he's pretty he's pretty entertaining in most of these films. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just think it's really, yeah, it's a very, like, nice-looking sequence. And then it sort of ends with Tilda Swinton dying, which I didn't really feel... I just don't care for it. Yeah. She didn't do much. Yeah, she gets stabbed. Also, Cassilius, um, he, like, stabs through one of his own guys to stab her, which is just, like... Right, that's very weird. Like, I guess because he's a bad guy, he doesn't care. But he's he's sacrificing one of his own men just to kill this one person, you know? Yeah, it's a bit um, what do you call it? It's a bit bit strange. Bit um, strange, yeah. Like how worth it is it? Y- yeah, I, yeah. I guess that kind of puts. I guess that kind of kind of puts into like his selfishness, which I guess is kind of like 
because they're trying to they isn't that like your selfishness is evilness I guess yeah. how he is the bad guy he's willing to say like how much this means to him kind of trying to put it in perspective even though I don't think it does it really well no it's it's not yeah it's not particularly well written and then yeah you like it's just like I didn't really too far I didn't think she would die in this one I I, I was surprised that they decided to kill her off when I first saw it yeah. And, yeah, he stabs her, and then he just, like, kicks her through a portal, and she just, like, crashes through a sheet of glass. And just, like, that's a bit much, isn't it, like... Yeah, chill out, brother. You could, like, I don't, like... I get that it makes sense that he hates her and wants to, you know, hurt her as much as he can, but, like... Is that necessary? Like, that seems, like, a bit, like, overkill. Like, she's already fallen from a great height... That's already going to suck. But also through, like, a, pl- a pane of glass as well, like... <clears throat> a lot. Yeah. Um, they... Because in the comp... So, this character in the comics um, is is a man. Is, a man, is like, an a- old sort of Asian man. Wait, in the comics, the... In the comics, yeah. The oh, Asian really? one, yeah. Uh, and so they, apparently, they didn't want to cast that character as an old age man because of like stereotypes and sort of racist sort of like concepts and they also um were gonna do they also considered casting an Asian woman but again they sort of thought oh that would be a bit like the stereotype stereotype yeah Uh, and then they said Kevin Feige, sort of the head producer of all this, said that they uh, could have done, like, they could have cast an Asian actor in the role without falling into stereotypes. I guess they were just so worried about, like, doing so that they that they sort of thought, we'll just sort of go away from that. But, like, in turn, they were accused of whitewashing, even though the character... I think in the comics, it's not even clear what, like, race the character, like, in the comics, it's meant to be, like, we're not even really sure who, like, what this character is, really. Like, if is it, like, it's sort of meant to be more up in the air in terms yeah. of race and gender, but you don't... It, it, it's a bit weird, I guess. Like, it, it's sort of like... A, I feel like a, it's a hard character to try and cast if it's if their race and gender is not explicitly clear. Oh, I think it's pretty... Well, I don't know. I don't know. In modern times, you could probably argue that it's not clear, but yeah. in the old ones, you look at it, it's definitely... Like, I just watched the picture just then, and it's 100% a bloke. Yeah. I think it's the whole, the whole white beard and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think they sort of... Yeah. And they also were, like, talking about it being, like... Yeah, like, Fu Manchu, who's, like, a racist sort of stereotype of that character, but I think if if they had made this, like, now, they probably would have cast, like, an Asian man. They would have probably cast someone who is at least Asian. I don't know if they would have made them a man or a woman, but they would would be played by an Asian actor. That just makes the most sense. Yeah. So, yeah, they... She's killed, and he's rushed to hospital... Where, um, yeah, they, well, actually, we missed a bit, actually, where Doctor Strange nearly dies, 
Um, mm. And then he's fighting, like, uh, that villainous, that, like, villain in, like, like the sp- astral forms, which I think is a really cool sequence. I think it's a really interesting way of doing it. I was like, it sort of cuts it, it sort of phases in between, like, them two fighting and, like, what they see and then what the sort of real world sees and how stuff just, like, falling over, things are being knocked against each other, you know, that kind of thing. I think that's, like, a really cool, really interesting uh, sequence. Yeah, that's one of my, that's probably my favourite scene in the film. Uh, well, it's, like, between that or the scene of him bargaining with Dormammu, like, those are, like, the two sequences I really like in it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he he yeah gets to his body and then he has sort of a discussion with the ancient one about like what you know sort of what do we do, you know, because like you know because she because she sort of accepts her death and is like I'm gonna die and that's okay, and Shane is like no you you can still fight this and then she leaves and dies and it's meant to be like a big emotional moment that doesn't really work, like... Yeah, it doesn't work at all. I think Marvel... We're also going to touch on this, I feel, in WandaVision in a few minutes, but I think Marvel, a lot of the time, tries to go for emotional moments, and very rarely can they, like, succeed at them. Like, I think Endgame has a couple good moments, like Iron Man and Spider-Man reuniting, I thought that was a really nice moment. I thought it might be an opinion. Didn't care for that part. I thought that was a bit... Meh. I didn't. I get what people are saying when it's sad, but it's like it's just man, like we've we barely seen Iron Man. Yeah, but I but I think I think the Guardians films are probably the best at hitting like emotional moments. I feel hundred oh, percent. I think Guardians is like the peak of like this is like what an emotional moment is like in these films. Like this is you know like this is. Like, the first one, like, like in that scene where Peter, like, sees his mum dying and then it sort of sort of transitions to now where he sees Gamora and she's, you know, reaching out her hand to him. Like, that right there yeah, is good stuff. And I think that's a, per- that's a pretty good way of hitting that moment in a way that, like, this film just doesn't, unfortunately. And, it's, I, and I understand it's going to be a big deal, but I just don't care. I just have not been invested in this character enough. But we've also just learnt has been doing bad things, like she's been using dark, like, power from the dark dimension to live for however long she's lived for. So it's like, we find out that she's been doing this sort of bad thing, and now you're expecting me to care that she's dead? Like, it's the sort of problem with Doctor Strange and the whole not really having sympathy to the guy because he's not a very nice person, you know. It's that sort of yeah. same thing. But, yeah. Yeah, it, uh... Um... Yeah. So they... It's, it's certainly interesting, the whole the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but I do think, like, that's an issue, is that they don't have the relationship with characters, but I think the individual characters themselves. They're all right. Like I think Doctor Strange towards the end of the film becomes interesting enough. I mean, not really for like his his character, but I think for like the stuff he can do. I think he becomes a cool becomes a cool superhero, not a cool character, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, like you think he's cool because like oh he can do all this creative stuff with time, you know, he can bend yeah, time yeah. his will and he's yeah, very kind of he's a very interesting concept and 
I just feel like, um, uh, like, his character, like, I, I, to be honest, Bernard DiCaprio in the first film, everything else I think is really solid in uh, his character. Yeah. I think it just works. But, um, I just don't care for, like, I think, I think he's a, as a superhero, mm. like, really cool. The stuff he can do, 10 out of 10. Yeah. I think, like Infinity War, like, his sort of individual battle with Thanos is one of, like, his most visually interested, like, where he, you know, he has, like, all the arms, like, come out of him, and he just creates, like, a hundred versions of himself, and, like, he's, like, you know, blocking stuff from Thanos with, like, his shields and creates butterflies and everything. Like, that stuff is really visually well-made and really cool, you know, and I think... He he gets better as the films go on, and hopefully in this new one he's like well because it it is his film like it's his solo film, but like he's got a lot of other people to work with as well like he's got Wonder in it and there'll be you know who's like sort of the, yeah. the second protagonist of the story essentially so they'll probably be able they'll probably work off each other well. You know. That's the thing, but I don't know if they haven't met officially yet. Well, there was the whole like thing with. I think in game where they would have been on the yeah. Like the the, yeah, and there's the and there's Tony Stark's funeral. I don't think well because they never met in Infinity War because he was stuck in space um, for most of that film on Titan. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to. I think they probably would have met briefly at Tony Stark's funeral, and probably during the battle as well, like the sort of final battle in Endgame. But they probably haven't met that much. So it'll definitely be interesting to see. I don't think we've ever seen them meet on, like, interact on screen yet. Yeah. Not that I can think of. It's gonna be interesting seeing their personalities, especially with what happened, like, you know, with One Division and all that. Yeah. Which we will, yeah, get to yeah, very soon because there's something yeah. to talk about that one. Um, yeah. So they they go to Hong Kong because that's like the final sanctum that's gonna be there, and then. He just, and then Strange just reverses time, like, like, the entire, like, by the time they get there, they've already lost, so he just re, just goes backwards in time, just, you know, brings back everyone, you know, because he's, you know, has to bend the rules to try and win, as he's sort of encouraged to do by the Ancient One, like, just before she dies. Yeah. Um, and... But, you know, he, he then sort of, like, well... Because he sort of goes back and then is like, oh, well, I, this, this is probably going to happen again. Like, what should I do? So then he enters into the dark dimension and creates a time loop in said dimension where he <clears throat> tries to bargain Stormammu and just keeps dying, but he keeps coming back because he created the sort of... Yeah, this thing that will forever create a time loop which I think is one of the most interesting and unique sort of final... I mean, you could say, like, final battle. It's not really a fight, it's, but it's not... Yeah, it's not like a... It's like a, it's like a... It's not a battle. It's not the same thing as, like, most other films. Which I think separates it from those other films and makes it really interesting is that, like, he's... Um, he's sort of outsmarting the villain. He not he's not just like fighting the villain and beating them, you know, he's like sort of with his power whatever he is with his powers, but he's not like fighting them 
and yeah. running with the abilities. Like, he's not throwing stuff at them, and he's not creating all these portals to go through. He's just created, he's created, like, a forever time loop that, like, he, he will keep dying, and he doesn't, and he doesn't mind that he will, that he'll be dying for eternity, potentially, just as yeah. long as Dormammu can't come into the world. That would be is like a really um, a really cool way to sort of deal with that threat, you know, and to really show off his character development up to this. Yeah, because it it, 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 it it like it definitely works. I, I don't know. It's got a I don't know. It's like but that's like the thing. It's like the the superhero trope, right? Everyone everyone does. It. And like I feel like you could chuck uh, like Spider Man, Iron Man, Thor, Captain America. All of them would do the exact same thing, right? Probably. They can't obviously. Obviously, they can't like they. I know they can't time loop, but you know what I mean. Like they have like with their like their characters and their personality. I feel like they would just they honestly sacrifice something like that, sacrifice the rest of their life just to save uh, everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I think some. I think Captain America definitely would. Spider Man probably would. Iron Man, I'm not as. It depends like what sort of point that like. At sort of what point in his character he is, because if it was like sort of early Iron Man back in the first couple, one hundred percent, he would straight up died. Yeah, but like by the time you get to like Infinity War and Endgame, like I mean that's the whole point of Endgame is he sacrifices himself to <clears throat> defeat Thanos and all his you know people, all his all armies. His yeah, yeah, goons. Um, but I think this, yeah. It's it's a really interesting sequence, and I really like that he, you know, and also they don't kill off Dormammu as a character, so there's always like a possibility he could come back in like a future film, like if they wanted to, which I think is a good way to write that because he's he's you know he's a, you know somewhat int- he's a bit of a, he's an interesting character. Definitely is, but he's like a like an Eldritch beast sort of thing. He could like. I know, it's very... Like, the, the fact that he's just there is kind of cool. He's kind of like, like a thing in the background. Yeah. So then, like, you know, you, you know he exists, but, like... Um... Like, he's nuts, like, to think about the... But, like, I feel like... Like, it's, like, nuts to think that he has, like, so much... Like, he's just a very powerful bloke, sort of thing. Yeah. Um... But then I feel like that's starting to become a bit... Overdone in MC. you got, like, Thanos. Yeah. Yeah. They're eventually going to introduce Galactus. Yeah. Well, like... Yeah, which I I'm really interested to see what they do with Galactus when they yeah eventually add him into the franchise. But I think well, because Thanos I think was a bit more than just like a big bad guy. Like he was well, he's like arguably the main character of Infinity War. Arguably, yeah. like it's his story more or less. But yeah. uh, but this yeah, but yeah, so they sort of eat basically agrees to leave and to never come back but like if they want to bring him back they can because he is still you know alive so because most MC films they just kill off the villains and it's like oh so we're never going to see them again okay that's cool yeah that's true they never like reuse like they never reuse villains yeah Dormammu he he leaves and um and Cassilius and his people are sort of taken with him so like uh and so when Strange breaks the loop because Dormammu is just like, I just want this to be over with. I'll just do whatever you want, you know? <laughs> yeah. Which I think is a pretty a pretty interesting way of dealing with that. 
But um, yeah. So yeah, we sort of we sort of wrap up the film. Mordo, who is again, it's a bit of a weaker character. Like I think most of the characters in the film, besides Doctor Strange, aren't particularly well written or like particularly well realized. Yeah. Some of them will be back in Doctor Strange too. Um, and yeah, so Strange he becomes sort of the protector of the New York Sanctum, and then. Um, yeah, and then we get two post-credit scenes, this and one of which is just a scene from Thor Ragnarok, which is fine. But um, the other one is Mordo um, meeting the guy who was able, who's like walking before after having crippled most of his body, and then he takes like his magic from him, and then he says like, "Thor has too many sorcerers now," and then it sort of just ends there. That is setting up him him up as a villain in the sequel, which he will be in. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I know it, that. Yeah, it's just kind of like, eh. Why well, assume he's the villain? It seems like a very villainous way of um of what doing with the character. I mean, maybe not. Maybe I'm misunderstanding something, but it seems pretty obvious that he'll be, like, the new villain in the new... It, well, I mean, I don't even know... We'll talk about stuff involving Multiverse of Madness towards the end of this, because um, there's a lot to talk about with that, but... Um, yeah. This... Dr. Strange, this first one, uh, I actually quite liked it. it. It got better on this rewatch for me, personally. Um... Mm. And it's it's not one of the, my favorite. Like it's still like it it's not like in, it's not like top ten MCU for me personally at this. Um, but it's still like a pretty good film that I quite like. So I'm giving it an eight out of ten. But it's a very it's a, a bit of a weaker eight out of ten. It's closer to a seven. But it's it's like it's like seven point five. But I'm just gonna give it an eight because just rounding it up like that. Yeah. Uh, do you want to put a rating on it, or...? On um, Doctor Strange? Yeah, on Doctor Strange. Um, how do I remember? I'd probably put it about, like, a six. Six or a seven. Yeah. Fair enough. It has been a bit... I'd, I would have to rewatch it to give a more accurate rating. Yeah. But, uh... That's what I would, uh... That's what I would probably give it. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, and now, we're going to talk about WandaVision, which you... You finished, right? Watching all of uh, Yeah, yeah, I did. Alright, cool. Um, do you... Okay. So, did you... Like, going into it, did you know anything, like, about the show? Like, what did you know about the show going into it? Um, I think I subconsciously knew that she was controlling everyone. I don't remember how I knew that. I yeah. through memes. It was really popular, the show. Yeah. Yeah, fair, um, yeah. But I think the, um, uh, yeah, so what I went into, that's pretty much all I knew. I knew it was like she was controlling it, and I knew, um, I originally thought it was just like, you know how like in the first episode, how it was in like the other 60s? Mm, I thought it stayed like that for the entire I think it's 50s. Like, yeah, I think it goes like 50s, then 60s, 70s, yeah. 80s, 90s, 2000s. I thought it was like that for the entire series, but I didn't even bother looking at it. So it just seemed like the, like the two episodes down, it's in color. Um, 
and I just stopped watching. I just like, oh, I don't want to watch this in black and white. And I didn't really care for it. I feel like the first episode was interesting as a concept to see Wonder and Vision being in this sort of dynamic, but mm-hmm. as an MCU film, I didn't care for it. Like, oh, not a film, but like an MCU sort of thing. It's just like, yeah. Why do I care about it? It's like it, it, it seems almost like um like what it's more like a gimmick thing at first. Yeah. Um, not a like not a canon MCU thing. It's like like what what's happening here? But it, it's probably mm. a lot better. Hundred percent. Yeah, I remember going. I th- I think the thing with Marvel is. Like, a lot of the time... Because going into a lot of the stuff they had planned for Phase 4, I was just like, I don't really care about this. Like, one Division, I'm I'm like, I'm going to watch it, because we haven't had Marvel stuff in, like, over a year at this point, because, you know, 2020 yeah. had nothing. Um, Loki, I'm not really bothered about. I'll watch, but I won't care. Black Widow, I don't care about that character enough to, like, want to see that film. Which, I mean, I have seen it, but I just didn't care enough. That film was garbage. Oh, well, it, I it, it. it was it was it nah it it's pretty poor actually. It was it was it was. And the and the CGI in like the ending. Oh, it, and if, I don't remember seeing that. It looked so freaking trash. It was garbage. Yeah, no, nah, it's a uh, pretty poor film. I will say, Wonder Vision actually made me really like Wanda as a character. I think the show really yeah. gave her a lot. Like, benefited her character a lot. And so, like, by the end, I was like, okay, now I like this character. I, like, I want to see, like, what they're going to do next with her. Because, like, prior, I was like, yeah, she's got some cool powers, but she doesn't really have a defined character to me. Like, well, she's just... I don't, I don't like Wanda in other... I don't know if she's in, actually, in the uh, Fox X-Men cartoons, or cartoons, um, movies, or anything like that, if she makes an appearance or not. I don't know Quicksilver does in one um, of them. I don't think so. In one of them, it's, like, implied she's in it. Like, there's, like, in Days of Future Past, there's Quicksilver, and he's got, like, a little girl with him, who's presumably his sister, who is Wanda, but it's what? not really... No, that she says. But it's not really it's not really clear they don't really put like a name on her. Um Yeah, so WandaVision. Because we we don't really cover T V shows in here, so I'm not gonna do episode by episode because I just go on for like way too long. Um I think like overall, as like the first Marvel show and the beginning of phase four, I think it's pretty good overall, like, if I was to give sort of an overall opinion, I think it's quite good, but it kind of loses its way a bit in the last couple episodes, I feel. Like, they're not bad, but they are just like, this isn't that great. So, um, the first two episodes, I really like the, I like how each episode, the first seven episodes or so, are like, um, diff- uh, like, they're all different sitcoms, so you've got, like, a 50s one, and you've got, like, a 60s one, and you've got all these different... Well, they're actually based off of, um, specific, uh, like, specific sitcoms. Like, uh, yeah. the, uh, the seventh episode, Breaking the Fourth Wall, is 
specifically Modern Family. Yeah, which but, that's my favourite episode, because I get a lot from that parody. Yes. I, I just get a lot from that, of like, oh yeah, I remember when I used to watch Modern Family, like, all the time. And so I, I get a lot from I don't, that. I'm not, I'm, not a, you know, I'm not a sitcom person, I don't know watching sitcoms, but um, I know, like, I know one of my mates, Jake, he was, he, he, he understood the references to sitcoms and stuff, and they, they carry... Like, 
a villain in this piece. Like, we didn't need, you know, I was just like, really? I do quite like the song they do. Like, it was Agatha all along. Like, that, that is a decent song. But it's also just like, really? Do we... And I remember, apparently, two of my sisters who we were watching with, they called it, and they were like, oh, yeah, Agatha, they were like, oh, Agatha's like a, I don't know if they, what well, they said it specifically, but they basically were like, Agatha's not, like, who she, she says she is, and I'm like, well, I didn't know about that until the episode where she, like, um, is revealed to be a villain, because I just thought that the show was better than that, and that it didn't need a villain. So I wasn't even really thinking, like, oh, there's going to be a big villain in the, in the final episodes. I was just like, no, it was just... It. Exactly, but, that's, like, the problem is, it was very interesting, and then they sort of lose it in the final two episodes. Some of those bad think, episodes, just... No, they're, they're, they're fine episodes. I just don't think they can have a big, flashy fight with the villain sort of fight. And... And they kind of already have that with the, the bloke who's had a, had a sword. Exactly, yeah. Like, you've got two villains in this show, and you don't really need two. I mean, hell, you don't even really need the guy who's head of his sword. Like, you, like if you want to, you know, you can try and do that, and that's fine, but it's also, like, he's not as necessary to the plot either, you know? Yeah. It just feels like they were like, we need to have, like, a big villain in this show. Um, what are we going to do? And then and then it's just like, but we didn't know. Like, a villain wasn't especially necessary to the story, I felt. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. I, I feel th- like, though, I feel like, though, with the show, with what they what they had done, I feel like what they, they, they tried to do was kind of have Wanda dealing with their trauma a little bit. I feel like mm. that wasn't really touched on, at least in the, like, the like the main bulk of the first couple, like, the like the first, like, seven or so episodes, it's really just Wonder living a fantasy, right? And then the other character's breaking free. But there's no, like, development of Wonder, I guess, through that. She just kind of becomes more unstable. Yeah. Kind, yeah. I don't know how to say what I'm trying to say, because it's like, it's like, she, I really feel like I... I personally feel like the show should have been more like Wanda. It shouldn't have been like a like a. It should have been Wanda coming to her own conclusion that this is bad. Not having like really external people telling her. Yeah. It should have been Wanda, and then it should have been like Wanda like doing something like she should have like I don't know. There could have been a scene where, like um, like oh she's doing something with Vision or they're dancing or whatever, right? Doing like the fifties sort of thing, and all of a sudden like she goes and kisses them and the thing just breaks, like the illusion, I guess. Just yeah. Breaks. For a second, things like that. It could have been like her realizing, like this isn't like this isn't like this isn't my vision or whatever. And she could have been like a like self self reflection journey sort of thing. Yeah. And yeah, I no, think they could have still could have like the external stuff happening with like the 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 sword agents and stuff mm-hmm. would have complemented that nicely. But overall, I don't think the show is that from what with what they've done. Yeah. Um. It's yeah. I think. They definitely, they do at times, I feel, focus too much on the people outside of the Hex, like, mm. on Darcy and Jimmy Woo and, and Rambo and everything, and it's just like, I don't care about these characters, like... That personally, personally annoys me. I hate her. Who, so Darcy? Much. Darcy. Yeah, she is. A freaking science chick. Yeah, she's so, like, like, Jimmy Woo is, like, fine, like, he yeah. occasionally has some good bits. 
I do like his introduction bit, which is like a callback to the second Hitman film where he's like been practicing magic tricks, and so he like pulls out a card and like his card, like a magic trick. Like that's fine. I think that's a yeah. good bit. But I just am like, do we did we need Darcy? Like, did she really add a whole lot to this? Like, did we yeah. really need? I mean, it personally annoys me as well because the whole thing she sounds to be an astrophysicist, right? Yeah. Specifically an astrophysicist, right? But then she can hack computers. Um, first off, wonder for some reason it's giving off cosmic background radiation. Yeah, yeah. I don't. That's not the big thing. That makes no sense. They just wanted an excuse. I think was Darcy in Thor? Was she one of the chicks that hangs out? Yeah, she like, was one of Natalie Portman's mates in in the right, Thor so films. That's that just the uh, only reason she's there. Yeah, it's like real frustrating. Yeah, and, and, and Rambo, I also don't really have much connection to, because, like, she was in Captain Marvel, but as, like, a kid, so, and now it's, like, 20, 30 yeah. years later, and she's an adult now, so I'm just like... That was, that was a bit cheap, I felt. Yeah. I'm just, but I think, I think she's one of the cooler characters, actually. I, think, I, I don't mind her. I think she's, she's trying to do good things. I like the fact that she's just in the show. Like that she managed to get in. I think that's a really cool concept that I didn't think they'd do. Yeah. So I thought if they ever added someone, if someone external went into it, it'd be like a, they'd be like a fish out of water situation where it'd be very obvious they're not meant to be in the show. Yeah, exactly. I, I think, because, um, yeah, the first few, the first three episodes, you, you're not really, well, like at the end of the first episode, you see someone's been like watching the show, and, the, and you see Darcy has been watching the show, and she turns off the uh, TV at the end of that first episode. So you do sort of realise, okay, so something's not quite right. But then you don't... And actually, I really like that bit in the first episode, where they've got, like, that dinner party, and and then the guy just starts, like, choking on, like, his... whatever he's eating or whatever. And, like... Yeah. The show changed... It's, it stops being shot like a sitcom. It's shot like a proper, like, you know, like it is. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Holy crap, yeah, yeah, yeah. They go from, like, like the, um, the, oh, my lord. Yeah. That's, the, yeah, on that's sitcoms, cool. They've just got, like, the cameras on, like, those, like, those, like, plat- those, like sliding rails or whatever, and there's, like, just a camera there. And then when the guy starts choking, it's, like, close-ups, like, the camera's, like, right in front of the actors. And I, I remember, I think that's, a cool part sort of after the fact like because I know like where the story's going I'm like oh so this is like the cracks are starting to slip a bit like you know like it's starting to be you know like something's not not everything is as it seems you know and, and you, you know and, and you're just like sort of I think the show sometimes at, at, at various points is like got some really cool has some really interesting setup, but doesn't pay it off too well. Yeah, no, definitely not. Like, I think that was, like, a cool sort of setup there of, like, she's saying, like, stop it, you know, over and over again, and you're sort of like, you you, you don't really get why she's saying that. Oh, until like the last... yeah, now that, now that, yeah, now you realize that she's saying it because she's under the control. Yeah, and, and this is sort of, I guess, the control sort of slipping briefly... Or something's being able, it's or something's like just being able to get through, and then, and then, and then, you know, he saves the, you know, he saves the guy, he stops him from choking, um, and then, yeah, 
I, I think the biggest missed opportunity with the show was Evan Peters as Quicksilver, because, like, I think it just hurts me more because of my love for his character in the X-Men films, and now they've kind of established yeah. that, like, he probably can't be in them any, right anymore because, like, they've sort of already used him as, like, sort of just a guy. Like, it just feels a bit, like, cheap to me, I guess. I, I just think this show has a... What, like, I, I, I is good. Like, overall, like, if I was just... It's good overall, but it just loses its way at a couple points. Yeah. That sort of drag it down from being, like, one of the best things in the MCU. Yeah. I, I feel like there was a lot of things that were just, like, not needed in the show. Mm, yeah. Um, but I didn't, like, Quicksilver. I know Quicksilver was, like, a big thing. Um, but I also, like, uh, like the whole, in the, uh, the second last episode, I think it's ninth, uh, I think the eighth episode. Yeah. Um, when they, like, reliving all gone past, like, through her memories. Mm-hmm, yeah. Pretty much all her memories, except for the one where she, um, you know, starts the whole thing. I think mm. every other memory is just useless. Like, I don't care for her when she was a child. Like, yeah. I don't, know, I don't know what that provides. All, uh, all those scenes really do is, like, hey, look, she used to watch some sitcoms. You know, yeah, oh, yeah. Like Dick Van Dyke show or Malcolm in the Middle or whatever. Like, like most of those scenes don't really do it. I get that, like, they're sort of there to be like, oh, we're trying to find out why she did what she did. But it's just like, it goes on for a bit, doesn't it? And it's just like, yeah, we yeah. do kind of know already. And there was, like, the whole stuff, like, with, um, it's stuff that we already know. Like, we knew, like, they only mentioned couple of, either in this episode earlier or before that their parents were killed by a bomb right yeah we, we know that North. already that's like it's the like, whole reason she hates Iron Man in Age of Ultron it's like her and Quicksilver hate him you know like yeah because it's stuck industries yeah exactly um, like, we don't we already we don't need to see this scene like in fact it kind of ruins that because it's like you know I, I, it's a classic thing of like you you, you know show you know, it's the classic, like, you never show, you know, like, you, I mean, you are showing it, and, and we are, we, I mean, I guess it's, we, we were told what happened, but we're not showing it, but we don't need to see it, like, it's not that important, like, we, it's not, you know, sort of relevant to the whole, to, to anything, really, it's just, like, we know what happens, we, we don't need to see it, you know, it's not, not a relevant part yeah, or, or, or like the thing with the um the Hydra agents and the, the uh, Loki scepter. Yeah, that was like, also kind of useless. Yeah, it it was kind of it. Um, yeah, it, it just feels like I don't know if the show needed nine episodes. I feel like that might have been a bit too, might have been a couple too many. Maybe I think the nine episodes worked personally, but I can definitely see your point of view where thinking it was too many. Yeah, well, I do definitely think the eight episode overall useless. Yeah. They didn't have, like, a whole thing, a whole episode, as you think around it going past their memories, when they could have just had, you know, the one flashback to her starting the thing or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, like, not all of this is necessary. Um, like, I, I think some stuff that I, like, I think I like in this show, that it isn't really necessary, but I just, I liked the commercials that they had for in between, mm. for, like, the sitcoms, like, there was, like, a Stark Industries toaster, there was, like, um, Hydra 
bath powder, like soak bath powder. There was, you know, all these. I thought those were all really like interesting and really well done. Not really that important to the series cool per se, but I thought they were just really cool references. Like, like I, I, I'm someone who like likes sort of subtle references and hints towards things. Yeah, just like yeah, it makes sense. You know, I think my I I really liked the claymation one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. That was, I just, I mean, claymation is something that I just am really, is just really impressive to me, because, like, stop motion is hard to do, you know, and, and yeah. the claymate, you know, the, doing that with claymation is, you know, I, I really like that. Um, yeah. Even though it's not really that necessary, like, I can't, like, um, thinking about it, I don't really think they served a purpose other than just some neat references, like, unless I'm missing something, but, um, yeah, I, I think, like, I, I actually saw this thing recently on, um, Reddit, where they were talking about how everyone agrees the fourth episode of, like, every Marvel show has been the best one, which they're wrong, because, like, in most shows, the fourth episode, because the fourth episode of this, of WandaVision, is the one where we meet Rambo and Jimmy and Darcy and see what's happening outside of the hex, which is like one of the weakest episodes of the series, in my opinion. 100%. I just don't, I just don't care, honestly, like, like the characters just aren't interesting to me. Like, yeah. like the people outside the hex are, are just not interesting to me. Like, Wanda is, like, the only really interesting character in the show. Vision also. Like, Wanda and Vision are, like, the interesting characters on the show. But, like, Vision, he isn't even real, technically. Like, he's just been created from nothing. Yeah. So it doesn't... That's the thing. I really... I, I, I felt... Uh, on that topic of him being there, I feel like they, they gave him the exact personality he would have had if he was alive. And I feel like they should have had a slight alteration to it. Actually, no, no, sorry, I take that back. In the in the early episodes, he definitely is different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's very interesting because I feel, from, from what I remember, I think you can only really see Wonder and Vision, their relationship in Winter Soldier, isn't it? Mm, Civil War, no. Wait, uh, which one? No, Civil War, sorry, you see it in Civil War. So Civil War. Winter Soldier, Winter see, Soldier like, Civil yeah. War. yeah. Yeah. That's sort of the only real setup to their relationship, and then like in Infinity War, they're like living together in. I forget where they're living in Infinity War, but they're like it's London or something. Yeah, where. somewhere in Europe. Um, yeah, but um, like I I feel like I feel like they almost want you to feel sympathetic for Wanda, but I don't feel sympathetic for Wanda. She's just like a bad guy, and I think that is interesting. Like, I think that would be interesting if, like, we're meant to feel simp. Like, I think they could have very easily changed the show to make her sympathetic. I think they could have done stuff to, like, maybe, like, she doesn't even know. Like, I think if they had written it a bit differently, there would be sympathy, I feel. Like, I, I feel like I could have been more sympathetic to her character if they just changed the writing somewhat. It's hard to feel sympathy to this character when she's 
taken over this entire town and is just controlling all of these people. Like, these people have been stuck in here for an unknown period of time, and they're not... I think it's only, like, a week because they talk about something. I remember they mentioned, yeah, nine in... I think it was the fourth or fifth episode. They mentioned, like, nine days ago. Uh-huh. They came and stole this whole vision. Uh-huh. Um, so right. it's only, like, still... They're apparently in, like, excruciating pain, dude. They're, like... Yeah. Well, they're, like, hurting. Yeah, but, like, the thing is, she doesn't even steal vision, though. That's, like, the thing is, like... Is we sort of see, like, the flashback, and she doesn't take vision in that episode. Right. But she just, like, sort of creates him from nothing. But, like, yeah, it's, it's just, like, I don't think... Yeah, it, it's hard to have sympathy towards people who are doing bad things and sort of knowingly doing things. Like, like, because she's... Well, I mean, at least in, like, the first three episodes, it's not necessarily immediately apparent that she knows what she's doing. Yeah, which is... I think she was kind of self-consciously uh, doing it. Yeah. And then later she definitely knows that she and just keeps going. Yeah. But in, by the third episode, she kicks uh, Rainbow out. It's like, yeah, she knows what she's doing. She knows what she's doing, and she knows... And, like, at that point, it's just like, well, I don't have a lot of sympathy then, because it's like, you know you're doing a bad thing, and it's hard to have sympathy towards someone doing a bad thing, you know? Like, yeah, it just feels like you could create more sympathy, but they just don't, and it's just like, I don't really care then like if you know like if you know it's hard to have sympathy for characters who are knowingly doing bad things yeah yeah I feel like I feel like in that sense though I feel like if she knew she's on the bad end they should have made her the primary antagonist of the series be like you know what I mean make her the bad guy right which she kind of is I guess kind of Um, yeah well that was my thought like going into this is like oh she's like the villain of the piece like, yeah. you know, she, uh, you know, but she's going to be, like, sort of a sympathetic villain, you know, and, and I don't... I feel bad for her. Yeah. Like, I, I don't feel bad for her. She's doing yeah. a bad thing for a bad reason. She's being selfish. And then... Yeah. Doesn't really show any sign of that it's bad until, like, the last couple episodes. Like, last, literally last two episodes. By the seventh episode, she's still okay with it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, in episode seven, she is starting to slowly unravel, but, like... Yeah. It's still like, like you know, they could do something really, um, yeah, no, like, I, I think, yeah, like, having a villain in this show is, like, not necessary, like, we didn't need a villain, like, I think Wanda's sort of struggle is sort of enough, and, and, and I guess, like, by the end, she sort of realizes that it's a that she's been doing sort of not a particularly nice thing, but only after like a lot of sort of external factors that are sort of influencing her to do it, as opposed to her sort of coming to that conclusion on her own, which I think would have been better personally. Yeah, hundred percent. And the issue is though, is that like I would feel I don't know, if, I don't know, I don't know. That's the thing because like. It's like, I don't know if it would suit her character too well. The fact that she's, like, basically doing the same thing, it makes sense why she's doing it. I completely understand why she's doing it, right? Mm, yeah. And how, like, her, you know, Vision's dead, her, she's literally got no one else, right? She's yeah. kind of, I, I, it definitely felt like she was alienated, I guess, even when she was kind of, like, helping out with the Avengers and all that. She was kind of, like, 
and do much. Yeah. She's kind of like her own little thing, which is I why I really like their relationship a lot. I think their relationship is really cool, especially in this. They show it really well. Yeah. Um, Vision and Wanda's. Yeah, Vision and Wanda. Yeah. I think that's a really cool dynamic. And then, but, like, yeah, yeah, I feel like Wanda was being, like, evil and, like, stuff. And it doesn't make sense because I feel like she was kind of a good guy at one point. Like, she was a bad guy, quote-unquote bad guy, in um, Age of Ultron. Then she definitely became a good guy in the later episodes. Oh, later episodes. Later, um, like, stuff she was in. Yeah. Yeah, later films and all that. Um, and so, I don't think she's a good guy. I feel like she'd have some, some sort of, like, moral compass in her life. Hey, she shouldn't be doing this. But at the same time, she's also very overwhelmed with grief. I can't yeah. really imagine what it's like to lose, you know, the person you would have, you would have shared would be the love of your life. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, it's, um, I can somewhat, like, see where she's coming from. Yeah, I think she's a Yeah. with why she's doing it. But that doesn't mean I simp. I like that. That doesn't mean like. I mean, I guess. I guess like it depends if you think the show is trying to justify what she's doing and sort of show that she's a good character. Which that's that's the thing though. I don't think they justify why she's doing it because supposedly she's you know doing this to deal with her trauma or whatever, right? Or losing vision stuff. But yeah. for like the first most like like five episodes, nothing. I really don't think she. You don't see her like really break down or anything like that, which I think would be really cool. Like, the only time you really see it is in, like, the third episode where she sees Vision with this thing, like, the stone removed, and she freaks out. Yeah. I, I yeah, um, no, I, I do think, um, they really, like, don't do as much with her as they should do. Like, it yeah. really, yeah, no, it feels like they should have had more, like, like, Maybe if they had more stuff to sort of show her sort of conflict of like, oh, she's, where she's like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this, but like, I want to still be with Vision, you know, like if that sort of thing yeah. was like, if they had done that sort of thing a bit more, I think that would have worked better. Like she knows that like she shouldn't be, it's hard to have sympathy when she knows she's doing a bad thing and doesn't seem to show remorse for doing the bad That's the problem, I think, is that she isn't yeah. really showing remorse for what she's doing. And since she's not, and since there is no remorse on her part, then it's like, well, why should I care then? If you're knowingly doing a thing that's affecting all these people in a very negative way, then I'm, I'm not, I can't sympathise with you, basically, you know? Mm. It was such a very open-ended thing they could have done. I think didn't they do that bad. I think it was pretty alright. Yeah. Because I'm just thinking, there's like, they could have done like a whole perspective where it's like, you know, Wonder Coach comes with a grief, and they could have had, like, a whole thing, like, a different thing, where it's, like, you know, she's, um, she's gonna be, like, the really, like, the sole bad guy, like, she's, like, I don't know, there's just, it's a very tricky situation to get, it's a very hard thing to get right, mm. and I don't think they got it right, but they got, they did pretty all right. Yeah. And yeah. the whole concept was kind of destined to, not fail, but destined, it was a very, you know, writer's, very, very tricky spot for the writers to be in. Yeah, because I don't think, like, yeah. Because you don't want her to be, like, a, a major villain by the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Like, that's mm-hmm. sort of, you know, not the point. But you do sort of want to convey sort of certain... Like, like they do... You want to sort of convey sort of a certain thing to these about, about this character. Like, that she's not... Like, she's a bit more morally grey, but you don't, like, you don't want to make her, like, straight out and out a bad guy, but you don't want to, 
yeah, the writers were, like, in sort of a tricky position of, like, you know, not... What do we do with these characters and make it, like, do it well? Yeah. I think, but, like, I think overall the show is good, and I think most of the episodes are quite good. It just, particularly the finale, the finale is, like, sort of disappointing to me, because it's basically, because I just don't, I didn't think you needed to have, like, a, a big fight sequence between her and Agatha in, like, the sky. Like, that wasn't necessary. I did really like the scene of Vision and, like, the other version of Vision, like, talking to I each other. Like, yeah. I thought that was a really cool scene, like, sort of a, a philosophical debate. And that, and that Vision just sort of... Like, I think that's a very good thing and that works really well. But then we get you know, Wanda and Agatha, and they're just shooting, and they're just throwing magic at each other, and it's just... I just, I just, don't, like, I just don't like the concept of having a second vision. Mm, yeah. That just implies they could rebuild them. Yeah, that's Maybe true. Maybe didn't. Like, I really, I honestly God, I think it'd be so much easier for Wanda to just hit up Bruce Banner, someone's not like, hey, yeah, fix my, fix my husband. Like, <laughs> Someone who could, like, well, like, if she could make an entire reality, surely she could make a fake vision. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. She's like, that's kind of what she's doing. I don't know why she has to be in this one town. Yeah. Oh, they, they definitely wrote themselves into a corner with that. Like, oh, there's another version of Vision who exists. Um, yeah. He, uh, we, we don't have him. Yeah. No. Like, it's just... Yeah, it it is kind of like... I mean, I think it's because he's not, like, controlled by the Mind Stone, and he's not... And he doesn't have elements of, like, Bruce Banner and Iron Man and Ultron and all that in him, like that sort of vision does in, um, in Age of Ultron, like, from Age of Ultron. So it wouldn't necessarily be, like, the same thing, per se. Like, he wouldn't be the same sort of, like, character, I feel, but... No, I, I do know what you're saying. It is, like, this is a very, um... Like if, if they can just build him again so easily, why haven't? They, why don't they just do that? You know. I I just think it's because of the mind stone. That's like a big thing. I don't know if that's like where his personality comes from. I really thought it most of it came from the stuff they chucked into him in his experiences. Yeah. But maybe it's like I don't know. The only thing I think of is that it's you know it's a power source, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of a whole ass robot that works just as well. Like it's full. Like you got to think how much energy we use. Right, yeah. ourselves, and where, and then he's like doing all the stuff we do, mm. plus all this extra stuff. Man is just demolishing through power, right? Yeah. You gotta think that this the, the, the stone, um, is gonna be a big power source. So I don't know if they'd be able to. That's the issue. They can't find a compact power source or something. Um, I don't know. Yeah, no. Just it's just it's just funky. Yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah, the finale episode. Yeah, it just, it really fails, I feel like, I don't, like, yeah, I feel like they don't really use Evan Peters' Quicksilver, well, he's not, he's not, he is not Quicksilver, but he could have been Quicksilver, and I'm just yeah. disappointed that he was used to make a boner joke, because that's like, did, did we need to do that? Like, I don't, yeah. Like, it was just like, we didn't need to do that. 
he like they could have used like any other actor and just had him look like Quicksilver and it would have been fun. Hell, they could have like used the guy who played Quicksilver in you know in Age of Ultron and that would have worked better and then we find out oh he's not actually real. You know, like they that sort of thing, like her grief yeah. is overwhelming like even so much that she's just that she's bringing her brother back, you know, like that kind of thing. You could have just done that instead. You know. That's that's the thing they don't touch on the moment because that's I mean, that's kind of the, one of the, the the big things I guess is that she's lost vision, she's lost her brother, right? Yeah. She's got no one. Um, and they just don't touch on that too much that she doesn't particularly grieve about yeah. uh which yeah. kind of sucks. But I I also don't know how they would really do that. I don't think that's the main focus. It's supposed to focus on vision primarily. Yeah. I think that would make the show a bit cluttered if they added the Quicksilver stuff. I feel like the what the like the the Quicksilver stuff really unnecessary because it's kind of like they try to make it seem like she's grieving also for Quicksilver a little bit because she lost him and now she's got literally no one. Yeah. And she makes all those things. She makes his whole family and I think the whole idea of Quicksilver is that it's supposed to be like she's grieving him, um, yeah. which I mean could have been a really really well done, but I think I don't think I don't, I don't think they should just cut it out. I don't think they needed it. Yeah. Um, at all. Yeah. But I think Quicksilver, they try to make Quicksilver, um, like, I don't know. And I feel like it's really cheap. I see the Gucci character doesn't do anything for the plot. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. I think it takes away, it takes away from the main vision. Like, the main, the main vision, it takes away from the vision. Like, the whole, that she grew vision, which is what the show is supposed to be about. Yeah. Yeah. It takes away from it. Yeah, I just think, it, it's such a waste, yeah, of Evan Peters in this film. Like, he's such... Because he is, like, the infinitely better Quicksilver in the X-Men films. And yeah. now... Wait, is that... Is, wait, wait, is, is the guy who plays Quicksilver here the guy who plays it in the X-Men films? Yeah. I've never watched a single X-Men film. Oh. Uh, okay, yeah. So, he played him in the X-Men films. He played him in three... And like the prequel films, and a lot of people are like, oh my god, there's Quicksilver in this, like played by this guy. It'll be like the multiverse thing, you know, which they've sort of, they're doing more now. And then, yeah, he's just reduced to a dick joke in the final episode. And it's just like, that's not, that's not okay. Like, I don't. Yeah. And so that's a terrible use of him as an actor and his character. Because now it's just like, oh, so. Does that mean his version of Quicksilver just won't be in the MCU anymore? Like, is that, is that just what we're, the rules we're going by? Because, you know, like, I remember people were creating a ton of fan theories about what will happen in the final few episodes. Like, people thought Doctor Strange might be in it because the show sort of leads into that film. And I thought, oh, yeah, that'll be cool. That'll be interesting. And then in the final episode, there just isn't any of that. And it's just like... Okay, well, that was, um... That's, that's nothing, like, there's all these superheroes and stuff, dude, like, you got, like, Doctor Strange, all these, all these fellas, right? Yeah. And my question is, is, like, why was none of them, like, why did Thor not, surely, like, I don't know it's different to S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Like, I thought, I didn't, I didn't like Thor, it's a but I don't read comics or anything like that, I don't know if it even is a comic thing, except that there's a sword and there's a S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, they are comic things, but they're different things, I think. Swords. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the difference, happen. but Shield is like well, it's Nick Fury who runs Shield, but he's 
sort of left in in well he still is in the films but he's uh not like the proper Nick Fury at this point. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, so I think I don't know why they didn't get Doctor Strange anyone. They're obviously not gonna send like Spider Man into deal with Wonder, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But, um... I mean, Doctor Strange, yeah, he could very easily deal with this situation, you know, because of his sort of power. But I guess it depends if, like, when No Way Home is happening as well. Like, yeah. comparatively speaking, I guess. That's true. He's got his own issues. Just settle through them, and Don't even worry. But, yeah. But, uh, they could have done They could have got Bruce Banner. I think Bruce Banner could have done something. Yeah, they could have gotten, like, anyone in, but, like... They just didn't. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to touch on about this show before we wrap up, or...? Not really. That's pretty much all i got to say. Yeah. Do you want to put a rating on it? Uh, yes. I will give it a solid. Uh, I'd give it a 7... Uh, 7 out of 10. 7 or 8 out of 10. Mm. Yeah. I think it's pretty solid, but it's not... It's not... I, I think... I've only seen this one in Loki. Mm. Um, I'd personally say Loki's better than WandaVision. Mm. Um... I liked it a bit more. It wasn't bad. Like, don't get me like, don't get me wrong. I think it's like only slightly worse than Loki. Yeah. In my opinion, I think they're both really solid. Yeah. Um. I I would give this one uh, an an eight out of ten. Uh, I would say it's the best Marvel show, despite even though I've been saying the last couple episodes are not as yeah. good as they could be, which is like a running theme throughout most of the MCU shows. Is some of them are pretty good throughout, and then like the finale, they kind of don't know what to do with it and just sort of it's a bit weak at the end but um yeah no I think this is a really good uh show it's probably it is the best one they've done today I really really loved the Break from the Fourth Wall episode it's probably my favourite episode of the show um but I I also really loved the Halloween special they did I thought that was a really fun one um yeah definitely especially the kids getting the powers yeah it's it's supposed to be like a vision wonder thing, but they get no vision anything. Yeah, they don't. They they don't really get any. They get. Yeah, Which there's no vision. I guess he's a robot. Yeah, he's, he's a um, sort of not humanoid thing. He's, so yeah, it makes sense. But they get yeah super speed and like mind powers. They just don't get anything. Like I don't get. I really feel like I don't know. I don't know what I was what I'm expecting. But I feel like there's, there's probably something they could have done, and they don't get nothing. But it makes sense. He's like a robot. You yeah, know, yeah. That's how that works. Um, yeah, so Dr. Strange 2. Uh, so um, from what I've gathered, the events of No Way Home, which you have also, which you've seen as well, um, uh, just, just sort of general thoughts on No Way Home, and then we'll sort of... Uh, no Way Home, No Way Home, probably one of the better Marvel movies. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if that's because it's, uh, like, the soldier bait or, like... Yeah. Whatever you call it. I um, think... I didn't mind it. Yeah. I mean, I saw it twice. I saw it, like, like first, I saw it, like, the day after it came out. And then I saw it, like, a, about, a, I don't know, a few days later. And I think the second time I saw it... I still think it held up pretty, like, decently considering, like, the first time I saw it, I was just, like, happy to see, you know, Garfield and Maguire on screen as Spider-Man again. Yeah. 
Um, I still think it's a pretty good film, and and that sort of lead that part that also uh, leads into the events of Doctor Strange two, as does One Division, and does as does uh, the first Doctor Strange film. So have you seen? So you saw the first trailer that they sort of revealed with yeah, No yeah. Way Home. Um, I I I'm trying to over uh, the next few days because I've got um I've got a screening for this on the Wednesday at like nice. 6 p.m. So it, it's like a pack. It's not like a big. Well, it is a big theater, but the chairs are quite bigger, so there's like less people. Um, so I'm just basically avoiding anything to do with it because I just don't want to see anything. I don't want to like hear any any spoilers, spoilers or any like yeah. Um, and yeah, I I think like I really love I really like the trailers and how they are just doing. They're just showing a ton of crazy shit. Like there's like all these different versions of Strange that all these different sort of multiverse um, timeline things, you know, like... Yeah. Yeah, there, there's, like, zombies. There's, like, a zombie universe, which is really cool. There's one... There's, like, all these different other ones that, like... Some have been sort of... I, I don't want to say spoiled, but they've been shown by, like, act, the action figures which have come out, which I feel like isn't technically spoilers, because I feel like... That was a lot, a lot more than it should, with, like, action figures and, like, merchandise spoiling. Merchandising, yeah, and then, you know. Um, I, I remember when we, when I first saw No Way Home with my, I saw it with two of my sisters and my older sister's, um, partner, um, and we saw it, and, uh, we were talk, and she was talking afterwards how she didn't really like in the trailer that they showed as, like, the evil version of Strange, and I'm, and I don't really think that's a problem, per se, like, it just sort of is like, yeah, you you need to have sort of a hook in this trailer. I mean, it's a Marvel thing. People are going to go see it, regardless of what's in the trailer. But, like, yeah. you do sort of need to get a bit of a hook in there and be like, hey, look, there's going to be, like, other versions of Strange, you know? Yeah, that's true. Because that's, that's the point. Like, that's, that's a fair point. I think, though, just as a base, I think the hook could have been Wonder and uh, Strange. Yeah, like, at the end of... I don't know what's me. Yeah. Like, at the end of the first trailer, there's, like, Wanda doing... Yeah, no, I, I understand that. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, I think that that just... There's just a lot of in this film, and it's hard to sort of try and um, think about it, because it's, like... There's just, like, a lot of, like, theories and stuff, and it's just, like, it's a lot to be, like, oh... Because there's not going to be all these things. that I saw someone sent a list of, like, potential characters who could appear in um, the film... And I'm like, that's a lot of characters, and I don't know how many of them are actually going to be in the film. I feel like there will be some potential... I feel like there'll be a few cameos from people... Um, Probably. From either previous I, stuff, or, like, people who were recast just for this film, you know? I think, I think, in the, uh... second of the global for Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, they released the post yet? Yeah, they released the poster. Yeah, but this is what I'm thinking of. You can see, in, like, the fractured glass, you can see characters. Like, I someone saw Captain Carter in it. Yeah, there's lots of... Yeah, I remember, um... Yeah, you can see the... I can see the shield there. All this stuff. Yeah, there's one on the poster, which is, like, an eye, which is, like, the Illumi... It looks like the Illuminati symbol, which... 
shows that the Illum, which is sort of in it, implication that the Illuminati is in it. Mm. Um, oh, I'm seeing what you're saying. Yeah, there's apparently there's apparently zombies on this poster, but I can't see any. I mean, I can't see any Marvel zombies on this poster, but um, there's like yeah, like a star like from Captain America's shield on it. Um, yeah, there's a ton of stuff in it. Um, but there's a lot of also just the cast of the film in various pieces of shattered glass. Um, yeah, no, nah, it's probably going to be a good movie, though. Probably going to really I like it. So. I, so. I tend to, I tend to watch it. I don't know. Actually, I don't care. Enough. I pay for Disney Plus. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't, I don't go to the movies anymore. Mm. Like there's some movies that just feel like good movies, like good cinema movies. This just seems like the one I could watch home and get the same enjoyment. Maybe, yeah, but you do have the risk of, you know, m- spoilers for, like, when, the, you know. Oh, that's true. I dude. I mean, I was pretty good. I dodged all the Loki spoilers. I was pretty chuffed with that. Mm. Yeah. I yeah. But, you know, since I'm seeing this on, like, the first screening on a Wednesday at 6 p.m., like, I think I'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. Um,. Yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna spoil it as you're watching it, dude. Someone's <laughs> got, like someone's you know like freaking seen it in I don't know America or some shit. He's gonna just like one second before it happens, he's gonna announce it, dude. Yeah, movie ruined. There's gonna be like a thing on the screen that's like, oh, by the way, yeah, this happens, this happens, this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, nah. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Is there any sort of final things you want to say before we wrap this up? I think I think I said all I need to say. All right. Uh, yeah. So. Thank you for listening to this one. This was a bit of a longer one. I hope you enjoyed. Check out previous episodes. Check out the previous episode I did with Tom. We talked about Fifty Shades of Grey. That was that was a hard watch, I, I must say. But I think I thought I thought we got a good episode out of it though. I thought the episode was quite good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Check out all the other stuff and yeah, social media and you know all those fun things and uh yeah uh i will see all of you guys in the next one goodbye